1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Right, as has become the way on Saturday ups and downs, Smackdown and Rampage now kind of join in, and you've got to go watch Smackdown to figure out what I'm talking about. So I did this at the end of the video, and it worked. So I really want to try again because you know you want it at the start of the video because more people are watching. So we have a crown here for reasons that we've already explained, we've thrown it up work last time i hate my life otherwise hello my name is siren from what culture the king the master of the ups and downs only my wrestling opinion matters and nobody else does that's right there's a pedestal that i put myself on what i am going to do is i'm going to remind you that it's not about me it's about this the finger of power it watches wrestling and it makes up its mind and it doesn't even have a brain so it's like Twitter wrestling fans. I didn't even plan that one. Let's just up those down. Oh, by the way, do not forget that I'm away next week as well. Seven days, blah, blah. I'll be back a week Monday. Love you. See you then. Let's go. There was a fight for legal things at the Smart Rampage this week and as I've already mentioned I am a little bit sad in my tum tum about this because we zoomed through the story so fast and I was ready to take my tush, put it in my couch and be involved for the long haul. But Mark Sterling did come out in a pink suit with some scissors on it because it was time for titles versus trademarks or the acclaimed versus the varsity athletes and somebody was going to walk away with everything here really you kind of knew who was gonna win. Max Caster also did a rap and yes mentioned oh hi on Tuesday AEW beat NXT in the ratings and just when Anthony Bowens was gonna go me, daddy Mark Sterling was like no, you can't do that I own the patent and I'll sue you. It's true. This meant the tag clacks and went off instantly and everybody was fighting everybody else when the commentators reminded us oh yeah Do you remember Jade Cargill said she was going to take over the show? Well, we've made a deal with her and we'll tell you about it later. And I was a sad panda. Now, yes, we do get to some fun and we will talk about it, but at this moment, I was like, no, this is one of the best stories in wrestling right now, and I mean it, and it's always good when somebody comes out to kick off a program and is like, nope, I'm not leaving. There's nothing you can do, I shall not be budged. It just meant that I felt a little bit deflated after this, so I do have to give it a down. Like, having that connection between Dynamite and Rampage is so important, and I thought kicking things off with a bang would have been better. I mean, it doesn't really matter, but this is how I felt. We don't have to worry about that, though, because back in the ring, Josh Woods was pulling a fast one because he kind of acted all Eddie Guerrero here and was like, you see that Billy Gunn? he keeps getting involved and because the referee was an absolute poindex. They were like, I think he was getting involved. And they told daddy ass to go to the back. And you know the deal in 2022, you don't tell daddy ass to do anything. It scared the acclaim so much that Woods flew in with a neck breaker, And that's when the carnage began because the varsity wrestlers are like, Haha, we're going to use our fists and we're going to use our boots. And we're just going to beat you. So this was the classic until Max was able to hit a big crossbody off the top. And he got the tag to Anthony Bowens. And I tell you, man, this Bowens, I don't think, we say enough, he's a really good wrestler. Like the team together is brilliant, but he's got the grappling. Because he hit this leaping leg drop thing, which was quite frankly ridiculous, and his only error here was he was like, ah, I can take you both on, and you can't, you can't do that. Could every wrestler please listen to me? Unless you are booked as a monster, when it comes to two plus one, or two versus one, you're gonna lose. Therefore, Woods and Tony hit their weird neck breaker slam thingamajig on him. But then Caster was back with a DVD, so Tony Nese took at him with a super kick. And I was like, oh man, here we go. It's wrestling
1: tennis. This
2: was then full on, well, I'm going to reverse this, so you better reverse that. And I'm going to reverse you, so why don't you reverse him? But look, we all know the D-Hill. Eventually, Anthony Bowens did hit the arrival. And then Max Caster came off with the mic drop. They got the one, two, three. Everybody celebrated. And even though afterwards, Mark Stefan was like, well, you still don't get the trademark because look, I'm holding the piece of paper. I love goofy wrestling so much. This is when Billy, gun did return and he ripped it up and apparently in the world of sports entertainment once a piece of paper has been destroyed all legal issues are done too i was gonna say oh man isn't it great we can scissor again but i haven't really missed it because i've had stuff in the fridge Longer than this story lasted, but look, it's so damn entertaining. The acclaimed are one of the best things in wrestling right now. Yes, I mean it. I'm giving it up. We then did get to all the Jade Cargill stuff, who was sat backstage earlier in the day with Tony Schiavone, and basically Penelope Ford has been injured, so now Layla Gray is being put in the match with Willow Nightingale. That's going to happen in a second. AEW has also told Nyla Rose that she will have to go and face Jade, and then I was like, Cargill, why would you listen to this? Do you think Nyla Rose is just willingly going to come up to you and go and give you a Kiss, of course she's not, but look, this actually gets quite good, so I'll talk about it in a minute. Ortiz was then back on AEW. It's been a while. He was with the Lucha brothers, though, because they had approached Eddie Kingston they were like, Look, Ed, your temper's out of control, you need to calm down. Which is when Pac walked in and was like, Yeah, Eddie, your temper's out of control and you need to calm down. I was like, This. Coming from Mr. Rage over here that likes to hit people with hammers. Of course, Kingston was livid about this, and it kind of left me going are we gonna do Pack versus Eddie Kingston? Because I checked my old think box, and I really want that. Hook versus Davari for the FTW title was next kind of feel like we're reaching. Because it ties into the Trustbusters storyline, which is another narrative that just hasn't been given that much time. And essentially, DeVari wanted to buy the belt. Hook said no, so they had a match. And even though Jeeves the butler was on the outside and pretended that Hook was going to lose, eventually he beat them all up and tapped him out with a red rum. Okay. Now I do think we need to do more with this because there's just nothing to sit your teeth into. But once again, you watch it on a 60 minute show. It's not bad. It's not offensive. I have real problems I need to worry about. So I am going to give it an up. Like I say, we can absolutely try and put more depth into this stuff. I had a good time, and I'm never gonna get mad about having a good time. Although well, saying that, <laughs> everything with the firm really, really, really weird. Because Stobly Hathaway was backstage saying that Private Party had been sent to his wrestling academy because they suck and they need to get better. Whereas Matt Hardy, who was with them, has now been booked to be on Dark. Because of course they're trying to go, ha, ha, we're making a mockery of you. So Matt Hardy responded by doing a rap, and I've been thinking about this for about an hour. I don't know why he did it. I watched this twice because I kind of feel like I lost my mind, but we do have to wait and see. Put the goggles on. And my main takeaway is at the start of this, Ethan Page was next to Stokely and he just flexed for no reason. So please, with the love of everything, can we give him a proper push? And then it was Willow Nightingale versus Layla Gray. And this Willow Nightingale man, I think she's my new favorite wrestler. She just smacked Layla right away with these clubbing bros before she went on the outside. She told Kira Hogan, well, why don't you kiss my ass? And that was actually a mistake because Kira then super kicked her right in the nose suppose it was always going to happen. This allowed Layla to take over before Willow got back into it with a spine buster, but then Grey was doing Russian leg sweeps. And I'm like, oh, I like a good Russian leg sweep. And then we then switched this again when we came out of a bulldog attempt, which is when Kira jumped onto the apron. She went, ha ha, interference. But Nightingale ain't no fool. She wasn't going to worry about this. And she took Layla Grey and she pushed her into her friend. When she did turn around or oogly boogly too, she booted her right in the head and she hit that Dr. Baum, like the set out gut wrench thing, which looks so good. And the ref went one, and the ref went two, and when the ref went three, all the fans lost their minds, and so did I, because Willow Nightingale is great. It did get even better because Tony Schiavone was out afterwards, and he said, Willow, I have great news. You've officially been signed to All Elite Wrestling. This was 100% the right move, and if we take our steps carefully, I think she's gonna be a big star. Getting it up. And then we got more. Because this is when Jade Cargill did come out to the ring. She got a chair and she sat there. And she was like, I'm not moving until I get my championship back. I was like, damn right, Jade. This should have been the start of Rampage. And so, yes, I am a massive nerd. And I do have lots of issues. And I do apologize. And she got the count of 10 going. And by one, Nyla was supposed to come out to the ring. But instead, oh, my gosh, I love it so much. We cut to the big screen. And Nyla Rose had stolen... (laughs) jade cargill's car and she got to go out for a night on the town it got even better because the baddies plan was to run after this i'm like how are you gonna chase down a car and Nyla rose was so funny here like she was singing songs and she was just so damn happy and honestly we really need to carry this on for about six months cargill is great in it too because she's just so mad and she beat up a bunch of security guards and still refused to leave and all of a sudden she just decided to leave but i do not care and actually when we do get to jade cargill versus Nyla rose I'd have Nyla Rose win. I mean it. I'm serious. She is so damn good at this. And she makes me laugh every single week. And if wrestling is all about entertaining, then this right now is smashing it and then some. I am definitely giving it up. Which did bring us to our main event. Orange Cassidy versus Roos versus The Dark Orders 10. Once again, you do have to say this needed more story. Even though we did try and sort of make it a little bit more interesting on social media. But the thing with these main events is it was so damn good, by the end of it, I was like, you know what, don't really care. It was also for the All-Atlantic title, so it had some extra stakes. And the commentators told us during this that Hangman Adam Page is going to be all right, which is lovely to hear. And also paid their condolences to a video lead that worked at AEW known as Brian Muster, who devastatingly passed away this week. Now, of course, I didn't know this man, but he was clearly quite young and this clearly came out of nowhere... So I too just want to send my thoughts to his friends and family. Absolutely horrible. Otherwise, what a well-booked match this was. Because it was a triple threat, Roosh and Ten just ran into it. And because Orange Cassidy is a piece of fruit, he's like, all right, well, I'm just going to sit back and I'll watch you do it. And when they eventually did look at him, he went up and did the whole, Whoa, and eat the wheat kicks. No, he was just being a massive dick. Everybody else then hit everybody else, so they did fall out the ring. But outside there is Roosh's territory, because he doesn't give a damn. So once again, he got a plug. Some people call it extension cord. I think plug is funnier. And he started choking people. And I actually said out loud, can somebody stop him doing this? It's called murder. Eventually, Ten got his time to shine, because he was ramming everybody with clotheslines. When Orange Cassidy decided, you know what? I am going to dive at them. But once again, because he is based on fruit, he jumped into their arms and they threw him through Timmy the Timekeeper's table. Kinda. It was a little bit of an awkward spot, because that thing did not want to break But I understood what they were going for. It didn't really make much difference, because he was still back within five minutes and hitting all these DDTs. And when he hit the beach break and was about to get the one, two, three, who jumped in to break it up? Jose the assistant. This all then did get super duper fun, though, because somebody had to come in there to sort this out, and it was Dan Housen. And he cursed this guy. The man, did he curse him good because he then got whacked right in the ball. Straight after this, Roosh made sure to take out Dan and he just got booed all over the place, which I loved. This is when Orange ran at Roosh, who grabbed him and just threw him straight into the turbuckles. My body went like this. It's horrible. Ten then returned and he was hitting all the bones, but he wasn't able to get the win, especially because Roosh then took his mask and inverted it. So now he couldn't see that old chestnut. It was then pure carnage because Orange Cassidy was able to drop Roosh with the orange punch. And then he went for the beach break on Ten who had run at him. And there was like a variation of the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. But then Orange Cassidy must have been watching SummerSlam 1992 because like the British Bulldog, he dropped to his knees. He got the one, two, three. And he retained his belt. This was really good. It looked like there was some kind of relationship building between Ten and Rush at the end of this, but that may have been me reading into things, especially because negative one came out here and he was all ready to write Roosh until Ten picked him up. I was like, no, we can't do this. And I totally believe negative one would have whipped his ass. It didn't mean that Rampage ended with the best friends celebrating, so I am going to give this an up. Really, if you have 15 minutes today, you should probably go and watch it. I also want to point out that this episode of Rampage ended with another video for Brian Muster, the person we mentioned earlier that did pass away. So if you give me a moment, this really did hit home with me because we all just need to chill out a little bit. Like you can like wrestling and you cannot like wrestling, but leave it in the moment and always remember it's the most important of the non-important things. Just go out and live your life and have a good time and put a smile on your face and tell the people around you that you love them. Why the hell not? Which also did bring us to the end of another AEW Rampage, and I am going to give it an up, but it always, I will caveat for the crazies. Yes, it does need more story, and it needs more big matches. I'm totally aware of this, but I can't help it. I sit down, I watch 60 Minutes, I'm like, yeah, that was pretty good, no problem by me. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about the show. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Hello to whatculture.com, where you can read yourself some articles. Come follow us on social media at whatculturewwe WWE, and time, 316... Have other videos. One is SmackDown ups and downs. I'm asking you watch it. My name is Simon What Culture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. I shall give you a bow. I shall bid you adieu, and I'll see you soon.
0: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.